and Georgia so. I want to see. I want to see too. This is the Triforce Podcast. We hired Angelina Jolie. Everyone's going to see it. I'm sorry. Thunder. Thunder. Thundercats. Ho! You can click on them and make them bigger. So, that's what she said. They're like, you got a movie? Are you got that Avengers yet? Now we're live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. That's a hell of a way to start a podcast, isn't it? Well, we We're are. Impressive, guys. This is the 150th Triforce. Well, not Triforce podcast. This is the 150th podcast from the Purjangers and Wallhangers Media Network. And this is the Triforce podcast. I, of course, am Matthew Bucro, the Matman. And two. My lefts are Kelly Collins, our Iron Kelly, as well as Christopher Bristow, the old man. And in the Projanger box, once again, is Katarina Thermoscara, Katko Google, which you will see popping behind us. That's weird. And there we go. That's weird. And uh, now we also find our producer messing around with the visuals, which you will find fading in and out, which is Stephen Bucrell, Big Brother. And we start off this podcast the same way. Wanting you to hop on over to PJ A and D. Chris, guide the mouse over there. PJ A and D W H dot com, where you will find all of our latest podcasts. Stay on the main page and scroll down. That's why I said that, motherfucker. But you'll find last yet Sunday's podcast, which was scroll up so they can see it. Uh, lug nuts down. I mean, um, lug nuts. <laughs> Gringo Black Batman. Back end. That is a tongue twister. It is a tongue twister, but it was a gringo black um, supercar that had a kind of Batman back end. So I'll admit, I was really stretching there, but I wasn't stretching with that one, which is Let's Play With Your Pajanger is Destroy All Humans Part 3, which we had some likes on. Scroll on down. Scroll on down so we can see it, it, which is the last week's Triforce podcast, which was hashtag that Batman Hatton. That one's better. Yeah. You're, yeah, proud, you're really proud of that one. <laughs> I made what I, you know, I did what I could do. But one thing that I can do is start off this podcast, which is tonight. Soldier Boy goes supernatural to Batman One Flash. Netflix tries to shuffle. More Ghost and Tsushima and more on the Triforce podcast. And we'll hit on over to the first article, which is Marvel's Eternals is uh, rebooting not just the movies, but also the uh, comics as well. And scroll down and you'll find a trailer to play. Make sure you hit that mute button because, you know, copyrights. But death in comics is never certain. That's one thing that we can always be uh, for sure about. But uh, back in 2018, Marvel killed off the Eternals in Marvel comic books. But Marvel has also confirmed a new series of the Eternals will be available November 2020. They're going for a top quality creative team, namely writer Kieran Gillen, which is uh, Wicked and Divined, and Uncanny X-Men, and Thor, and artist Ezra Ribic from Secret Wars, and King Thor. Gillen was believed to have moved on from Marvel Comics, more interested in self-publishing, but she sees the prospect that the Eternals has, so it drew him back. 
and uh, honestly, it's a it's a good a, apparently really good writer, really good artist. Bringing back the Eternals for a reboot, like you do with comics. You have this new movie coming out. You're obviously going to want some good, rich comic lore to go behind these characters and re- re- remind everybody of who they are. It, it also allows for fresh content to be rein, uh, reinstated for this IP. It's all about the content. It's all about the content, baby. Mm-hmm. So you reinstate the you you reinstate the content so the movies can actually pull them in in a more fluid fashion. Absolutely. I mean, with Eternals, this is not something that has been mainstream comic lore, you know, and. It, the Eternals were originally created by a legendary comic book artist, Jack Kirby, who never intended them for to be part of the mainstream. But now they're getting a multi-million dollar movie. So, <laughs> we don't always get what we want, kids. I guess that's my point. So, Disney's like, sorry, Jack. We hired Angelina Jolie. Everyone's going to see it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I'm still going to watch it. And Kit Harrington? Oh, yeah. Right. People are going to love Game of Thrones. They're going to be in there. They already got, you know, uh, Queen Daenerys over in the Star Wars front. Yep. Kit Harrington was good in, uh, what's that scary movie game? Uh, Silent Hill. Silent Hill. I thought he did good enough. Okay. Yeah, that was before he got the Jon Snow treatment, so no one yeah. really knew him. Then. Before he got Jon Snowed. <laughs> You know nothing. <laughs> Speaking of snowed. I will tell you one thing I do know about, <laughs> which is thunder, thunder, thundercats. Oh! <laughs> yes, we have thundercats coming back to Hulu. Yes. Sight beyond sight. The I original and the reboot series, first debuting on TV in 1985. Their legacy lives on now with the Hulu. Snarf! And, <laughs> uh, that was a shabby snarf. Snarf! I'm snarf. getting over a cold from yeah. three weeks ago. Okay. Well, I won't, I tried to. I already outdid you. But that's okay. No because the, you're also getting the 2011 reboot, okay? You just grab the cackles. You said outdid. And this is the best part. It's available today. You can go after the podcast. You can go and watch this. You're going to stay for the rest of the podcast. we got a lot more better stories. Okay. But it is available today. Whenever you want to go home, you want to watch a little Thundercats. And uh, if you don't know, the Thundercats follow a group of warriors from the planet Thundera that are half human, half feline, attempting to fight against the villainous Mumra, ancient mummy that is attempting to destroy Lionel and his clan. While Thundercats isn't traditionally thought of as an anime, the original series was actually created in Japan, making it look a lot different from other animated series, and they were betting on that when they released it. And it still has a slew of merchandise and toys still being released to this day. We're not going to talk about the shitty cartoon that uh, cartoonized them, but you're getting the two, I'm going to assume, good ones. Yeah, to you're, you're not going to get Steven Universe cats. So um, that's Cartoon Network. That's a different yeah. streaming service. They may add it on HBO Max. We'll find out in a later article. They but never, you know, they ever make HBO Max available? Yeah. Well, no, they have HBO app on the Roku or the Fire Stick now. Yeah. Which I'm assuming that's just Max. No, it's not. It's no, it's, it's just becoming available. Right, so I still have. <laughs> 
I still have to hold out then. Okay, whatever. Just have to go through your PC. What? Go oh, yeah. Well, then you can set that up before you leave, too. But one thing that I know that somebody's setting up is the next story. That's right. King of Set. <laughs> Don't even try to steal it. Yeah. <laughs> I already got it. I already got it. Teacher, he's looking at my paper. <laughs> uh, no king shaming, though. Katarina Thermoscara has a thing for this guy. Supernaturals. Jensen Eccles has joined the boys season three as Soldier Boy, and he's going to Superman that hoe. I have a thing for his dad, not for him. Was that the wrong Soldier Boy? No. That was the wrong Soldier Boy. I like that social media. I actually hate that song. <laughs> <laughs> Used to be bumping in the Jeep with that one. But we have him from Sutra Natural. That's a different story. Uh, Supernatural. Suture Natural is a different compelling story that I would love to see. You just have a guy Suture with sutures. That sounds like a nut. sutures going around solving mysteries with ghosts. Don't worry, he's good at it. He's a natural. Yeah, he's a natural <laughs> suture. <laughs> What he, he, Dr. You never feel when you get this. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the boys. Um, Eccles will be playing a pivotal role as Soldier Boy. I have to say it like that. I, I can't say Soldier Boy. It has to be Soldier Boy. Anyway, Ooh, he's um, the original superhero who, after Soldier Boy fought in World War II, he became the first celebrity a super celebrity, rather, and a mainstay in American culture for decades. In the boys' comics, Soldier Boy is a bumbling coward version of Captain America, who was supposed to be. Uh, though, there, through the events of the story, he, was, uh, he gets both used and abused by Billy Butcher and Homelander alike. The boys' showrunner and supernatural creator, Eric Kupik. Kupik? I don't know. It's something like that. Uh, he said, when I was a child, I had an impossible dream to provide Jason or Jensen Eccles with a gainful employment. And I'm happy to say that dream has come true. So Eccles is also joining dear old dad, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, as well as X-Men star Sean Ashmore in season three of the boys. But season two will I got to say, it's a lot different how they're taking season two because it'll start out with three episodes being released on September 4th and then new episodes coming out sequentially each Friday leading up to the October 9th season finale. So, yeah, I see what you're doing. (laughs) I know what I wrote. (laughs) You know what I wrote. I know you're trying to steal my segues. (laughs) Um, so it's like a kid's girl. It's like I can't see the next story. No, I don't know if you can hear me whisper. I go, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be doing it in ASL. It's like <laughs> uh, we do have a comment there, Steve. Who do we have on the chat board? Mark, what a sexy group of people. You know he's not. No, wrong. Mark, he's not wrong. Uh, you're not wrong, Mark. I don't. <laughs> The Game and DVD Exchange over at uh, East State <coughs> Street in Media PA. You can go over there and find all the latest. He's been posting a lot of stuff up on the Facebooks and the Instagrams with the great deals he has coming into the stores. And he's pumped. On the internet? Or the boy. On the internet. What the fuck is the internet? I know. <laughs> Super Dude. crazy internet time. Sweet. 
So yes. I'll tell you one other thing. Yeah, I'll tell you one other thing that I'm looking forward to. DC public. <laughs> you fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what's not a bitch. DC Comics, <laughs> DC publisher, DC Comics publisher and chief creative officer Jim Lee. I think we succeeded. Clarifies what to expect from the DC universe. They know, always try to throw eventually me off get my it. game. That's why you hear them. <laughs> so they try to throw me off my game. So that's. But what you're so good. It doesn't matter. It makes it good because we love you and we think yes. you're funny and we love doing this. I know. It's okay. Keep it up and the cardboard cutouts become permanent. Oh, yeah, man. We're, Whoa. I'm going to start. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Woo! I felt the frost from that corner up there. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Why is it only me? Corner. He started it. I don't care well, who started it. I'm about to finish it. So, I will turn the this podcast right around. <laughs> <laughs> so, with shows like Doom Patrol and Stargirl finding new homes on HBO Max, Lee has confirmed that the original content uh, is going to find it's a home awesome, on HBO Max from the DC Universe app. So, you're going to see more shows like uh, Titans and all their other their Harley Quinn animated series heading on over there to the HBO Max because truthfully that's the best platform for the uh, for that content. The amount of content you get is not just from DC but generally from Warner Media is huge and it's the best value proposition if I'm allowed to use the target marketing term. So Lee tells the Hollywood Reporter that the DC universe is definitely not going away and citing that its hefty library of comic book content has a major reason for the service's continued viability. And I got to agree with that because they have the awareness that the content they have in the comic book library of DC could easily sustain them for a long time. You just got to have the people, you know, helming the IPs from a movie perspective correctly. Yes. Yeah. You have to have the right people, like Marvel did. You have to have those people that are going to really drive home what you want from the story. And even if it's from pulling ideas from several different comics, like Marvel did, that's what you need to do. Like that fan-made trailer of like what a DCU would be in during the '90s. You had like clips of, you know, uh, Keaton, Batman, yes. Reeves, Superman. The best Keaton. Those best. Mm-hmm. You know, you had clips of the uh, of the Flash. You had Linda Carter, Wonder Woman in there, and they all like the the way the um, the the script in those clips. They all meshed very well. Mark Gervais says, "Pump for the boys," and Kelly looks so animated this week. Matthew I'm just says, excited to be here. Yeah, Matthew Kennedy says, "Word." <laughs> I hope um, I got the punctuation right on that. Speak, not, speaking of Harley Quinn, okay. yeah, uh, I'm supposed to be watching that uh, the, the the movie the new movie with her in it. Oh, the uh, Birds of Prey. Yeah, tomorrow I'm watching that. I haven't seen it yet. So. You got to give us a review of that next week because right. I it got I'm not gonna lie it got shit on like a pigeon shits on somebody else. Well, the wife and I are watching it tomorrow, so we'll find out. Like the car dealership in the Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I tell you, somebody yeah. else has been getting shit on. Is this next story? Uh, DC, Jesus. the fandom event, is split into two events now. 
So fans have lashed out. God, that was so perfect. Once they had a look at the schedule for the fandom, and it revealed that a number of the panels clashed with each other, meaning the fans would be forced to miss out on certain panels they'd be interested in attending. So DC decided to split it into two events. The first one is happening this Saturday, the 22nd, and the second one is going to happen September 12th. Over there, a little bit different. So the first event will now be titled DC Fandom Hall of Heroes, with the lineup including most of the big announcements that were initially scheduled for the release date of this event, which will screen three times throughout the day. So we're going to be seeing uh, Batman and Gotham Knights, Suicide Squad killing the Justice League games, yep. the Matt Reeves Batman. We're going to be seeing a lot of what they're doing Live action and animated and video game. All the superhero stuff is coming this Saturday. So we're going to have a big superhero podcast next week. Nice. And we may actually have some more superhero stuff later on. It's going to be starting at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, and 3 p.m. UK. But you can only watch it via the DC Fandom platform. The second event is going to explore is called the Explore the Multiverse. It'll operate much differently. Instead of providing a schedule in its own, you, the viewer, will have a customizable menu so you can uh, view the programming you so wish to watch watch when you want it. So they have. Uh, this little interesting thing, but the only caveat is that you have to have a fandom account to access it. So they have this little teaser trailer here, which is their live action kind of teasing random. Obviously, you're going to see Flash, you're going to see Harley Quinn, they're bringing all this stuff out, and everything's pretty much going to be funneled into that HBO Max universe for consumption. And with the HBO Max, I am kind of interested in seeing some of the titles that they have on there. I want to finish watching, you know, like, I want to watch the new season of Doom Patrol and Titans. Those two shows are fantastic. They do everything right. Harley Quinn's another one I want to check out. Um, obviously, we're going to be seeing stuff from the Matt Reeves Batman, and we actually have more Batman news in the next story, which is Matt Reeves, the Batman, actually released... The logo. So Matt Reeves took to Twitter to share the first look at the logo and some cool additional fan artwork done by Jim Lee. Man, it's almost like we just mentioned him. Click on the Twitter and uh, get a bigger view of that beautiful, beautiful bean footage. Because I love... uh, Go to the logo first. You can click on it and make them bigger. Giggity. So that's what she said. The Batman there, that's very classic. Bold letters for Batman. That Batman logo they just eloquently just leaked out. It looks very noir. It looks very much like I like how dark how dark that is. Yeah. You really get that Batman sense. Yeah, like the the actual bat, how it's 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 very well it's like very dark, like very Charcoal yeah. art shape. Yeah. The ch- yes, the charcoal art, it's not done. It's just sketched in there. Yeah. But if you look at the, the next p- uh, picture, which is the fan art, it gives you more of a sense of the Batman you're seeing with the Battinson, Robert Pattinson Batman, because it's very much, you see that fan art in Gotham, the long cape, 
You got the interesting guards with the classic, you know, Batman stabby things. But it looks like a great Batman. <laughs> Batman stabby things. Now you can't one of base. his many tools in his in his bat belt. It actually says Batman stabby things on there because you don't want to confuse that with Batman. <laughs> I'm gonna come blue with my Batman stabby. <laughs> no, no because more if you wings. put the Batman stabby things next to the Me, Batman explodey things, then it makes the Batman sticky things go off. What about the Batman? And you can't have that happen. So there's batterings. It's adhesive to keep the ba- the there's bad guys running and then away. There's Batman I mean, stabby things. Face. Yeah, it's to keep the bad guys from running. That's the Batman sticky stuff. You got to keep it simple. <laughs> it's like that phone that they made inspired of. Uh, I think you're talking Super about Spider-Man. the pseudo porn that will become a phone. No, the Spider-Man phone. <laughs> it was like a technology that made yeah. it stop rioters from running away. And it was like this huge tube. It yeah, looked you're like still those long tube. I remember. It. And they per se. Stuck it. That's yeah. the Batman sticky stuff. You know, it's not sticky stuff. And the next story. The next story. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing that isn't sticky anymore is Bat, uh, Batfleck, Ben Affleck. He it will be playing Bruce Wayne. In you are right. The Flash he is movie. fully recovered from alcohol. So Vanity Fair has heard that Affleck <laughs> will return as Bruce Wayne for The Flash, starring Azara Miller and helmed by director Andy Machete, and, uh, it director. And so, you know, this is just going to be an amazing movie in and, in and of itself. Um, <clears throat> Affleck will be joining Michael Keaton as well, who is rep- reprising his role as Batman. So two Batman, one Flash. That's a different movie. That's another one of the porns he was just talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't plan those jokes I somebody was going to make the joke. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame those. I pick, I'm picking up what you're throwing yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, throwing down and throwing out. Yeah. yeah. You got to You laid it up here. for me, man. I'm just saying. Fuck <laughs> that. That's all. But the exact plot is unknown of this movie. Still, it's pretty likely that it will diverge from the comics that we know of Flashpoint. So we'll have to see. I I gotta say that I trust the director. Uh, Zara Miller was very heavily in, uh, influential in writing a script. I don't know if it's going to be the script they go for, but you know, I have to believe that Ben Affleck wouldn't join on this venture if he didn't read the script and love it. Or unless they paid him enough. Well, that's why he dropped off of doing the Batman movie before and that's why it went to Robert Pattinson because he didn't like the script. Getting rid of Bob here. So he didn't like the script. He kept going on and recovering from alcohol. But he also took the time, read this script, and said, you know what? Hold on. You got Michael Keaton coming back? All right. And you just said, Kelly, that Michael Keaton is the best Batman. Oh, yeah, 100%. And after Keaton, I would put Ben Affleck up there as an amazing Batman and Bruce Wayne. The combo together. You would love to see just, like, pictures of stills of Jack Nicholson Joker uh, as, like, a like just like an Easter egg in those movies. Yeah. Message. What if yeah, he just came on anyway? If it was like unannounced and Jack Nicholson, he came <laughs> Jack Nicholson just pops up. Yeah, I don't just know, man. He's not really in training shape. True. 
Yeah, you may different. have to be. You get a delegator. He's a delegator. All right. The way his bat. What? I didn't hear you. You could just say he's in the multiverse and he just aged. Yeah. So he doesn't have to be in training shape. There's always an explanation. But what I'm saying is, was Jack Nicholson ever in training shape? No. 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 When he was younger, one flew over the cuckoo. A lot of crap. I would say he could run a mile. And in uh, The Shining, he was pretty. Yeah. Yep. See? Uh Uh-huh. But... uh, I got to tell you that I really like the fact that you have multiple Batman involved in one movie. You're keeping that kind of idea alive. And that is really what's going to push the DC Extended Universe forward is that interconnectivity. One thing that's also going to be possible in the future is the next story. Ooh. So Toby Maguire is reportedly in active talks to rep- uh, return as... Spider-Man, but not where you think. Go down to the picture. Um, that's really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So unlike picture. unlike the picture you did, Andrew Garfield at least has an eye right there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Where? Tom Holland does not have a you know a gigantic mirror streak right in his forehead, but you know you did what you could. It was I hard. I didn't. There's they lots and lots of They did it better. That's fan art, too. <laughs> that, that's fan art, too. Well, that right behind us is fan art, too. So you at least got you know, me. Get good, bud. I did get him perfect, though. <laughs> you did get him. He was... I have nothing. I didn't even... I didn't say anything about him because he was perfect. <laughs> that was it. Da Vinci. Boom, like, I wanted to keep your... like. Well, his is easy. I'd leave all technical bullshit aside. His is easy because he's looking straight forward. So... Yeah. You just get like the, just what? this part of them. Yeah. With you, I was trying to keep your beard. Yeah. Your goatee. Yeah. So like I had to cut out more. It, it's hard. Then yeah. you got to blend different layers. It, it's it's yeah. a freaking hard thing to do. I understand, but we you got can't reference this without posting it. I did post that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's on the PJ and WH Facebook. Page. I mean, like, and I put it on the that picture too. and the Twitter. You could have. Oh, used that. perfect. <laughs> You could have oh, used that. No. That was the classic Matman. Yeah, free of all care and worries in the world. Yeah. I'll post that picture up. Go ahead. Um, Thank you, because that's like was, 60 miles younger. away. I can't see it. Yeah, she can't. But <laughs> according to We Got This Covered, um, McGuire is said to be open to playing Spider-Man again as a cameo role in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Showing up, yeah. Watch that, Mike. It sounds like a train. We're a professional podcast. Uh, Colin Corcoran, did you talk about the new Avengers game that is coming out? Not yet. We do have that a little bit later on in the in the podcast, Colin, because uh, data miners have uncovered something. Like miners do, they uncover a whole bunch of shit that's useful. So. I like the idea of Tobey Maguire popping up as Spider-Man in the in the multiverse. Of I I enjoyed Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man character. Besides three, it was great. Yeah, yeah. The first one, Spider-Man he did really, dancing wasn't great. The but, first you know. one he did really good. Yeah, I think. Anyway. I sent that pic to you, Katarina. So, at some point, we'll see Doctor Strange traveling through alternative timelines, and then we'll have Tobey Maguire pop up. 
So he is only acting uh, has his only acting credits rather since 2014 is a voice appearance in the Boss Baby. <laughs> <laughs> should I redo? Should I redo it? <laughs> Not blink once for yes. Blink once for yes. <laughs> Like I was not expecting to see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The fedora goes back. The fedora goes back. Yeah. I have a long history of with fedoras. Pinky's you kind out. of remind me of the guy from Ghostbusters. Put your pinky out. I would... There it is. I will humble <laughs> I am Vigo. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a painting. <laughs> Colin Corgan says, Toby is my favorite. He, I mean, Tom Holland's a close second, honestly, because he really did great. Andrew Garfield, yeah, I don't maybe think he really had puberty. He's not the same anymore. Well, if we get this third movie and it kills out of the park, I'm sorry, but three to two. Yeah. You know, that's simple baseball logic. Yeah. Especially you so. if you get all of them in there, that'll be the real if you get a real Spider-Verse live action movie, that'll be the the thing you really want to look at because that's all of them going for it. Tobey Maguire like, "Oh, I'm going to act the fuck out of this." Andrew Garfield like, "You haven't even seen my full power." <laughs> and then Tom Holland like, "I'm Tom Holland, bitch." <laughs> Cheerio. <laughs> yeah. But we may actually have another spider in our web, like the next story. Olivia Wilde teases Spider-Woman in response uh, for Marvel directing reports. So Deadline reports say that Olivia Wilde has closed a deal to direct and develop a secret Marvel film project revolving around female character in the universe while it's not confirmed it is expected to be the story that will be centered around spider woman wild also took to twitter retweeted the deadline article and commented with an emoji spider so spider woman may be coming to our marvel universe now, I see the, the nose moving there, Katarina. I have nothing against Spider-Woman. Great Are you still sore about that shitty animated series they have on Disney Plus? While Link tries to find a spot? Yeah. Still. Uh, no, I actually... That blanket's older than you, dude. Could I would like please? to see a She-Hulk something. Yes, absolutely. She-Hulk. Um... But I still got to say, a Spider-Woman movie, all-female directing and all that, it's exactly the kind of message that Marvel wants to be sending in, in front of this, they you know, having a she diverse Hulk. cast. Well, She-Hulk is already getting a Disney Plus series. We can have a Spider-Woman movie. Okay. We already, <laughs> gave, we already gave Scarlett Johansson a movie finally after 10 years. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, you're dead, but here. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen. After thirteen years, they finally are like, okay, you can have a movie too. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo still doesn't have his own movie. He's over there like, you got a movie? Yeah, that's, that's because there's well, like 75 think... Hulk movies and yeah. and he didn't get one yet. But well, that's You have Universal DC and you have Marvel and then they both hyper-focus on these like yeah. specific yeah, and, and... 
things. Like for Marvel, it's Spider-Man, and for DC, it's like the Batverse, and they mm-hmm. both have so such a rich cornucopia of characters. I'd like to yes. see something. Absolutely oh, a good point. Well, because I mean, that was for Spider-Man. That was like Sony was well, driving yeah. the narrative. How many? They said nobody wants to watch an Iron Man movie. Nobody gives a crap about Iron Man. Yeah, that was back. In, and like, then John Favreau came along and said, "Oh, you just didn't do it right." Yeah, and that's what happened, man. But I, I love the fact that somebody could take Spider-Woman the same way. And the uh, Amy Pascal has said that these. Separate spider movies need to stand on their own legs. As long as the movie is directed right, the right cast, and done right, the, mm-hmm. the good story, it'll be good. And don't, as long as it's done for passion off. and not for profit. Yeah, and don't yes. don't be all SJW about it either. Let, let the story be the core value of it. No, no, SJW. All the way, <laughs> and you're getting canceled now. <laughs> and this is the last Force podcast. Culture. But I'll tell you one thing that is uh, definitely a culture in itself, which is the next story out of Netflix, is testing a shuffle button. And if you're tired of picking what you want to watch. Isn't that like TV with more steps? Yes, yes, that's exactly TV with more steps. But they are calling it a shuffle play, and you might see it now as a button. The company said it's been running this test since July. The experiment is a few potential, uh, they're experimenting in a few potential ways, rather, including a play something variant. So it's only available on TV devices, not Roku, but. They have, like, here you see the play something and the side search bar and the one right above it, which is just uh, shows that it's uh, the picture, yeah, there. Which is, uh, it's right there in your main icons as a switch button. So, it, you're right, big brother. It is kind of like TV with extra steps. <laughs> no, not really, because it's just a matter of, it looks at your algorithm that you, like, the shows that you selected. And so, when you hit shuffle play, it just, you ever go through, a, like pick a day so it's a television like a company section so it's a television company that's watching what you're looking at and say no stupid watch this well do you ever go through one of those days where you just scroll endlessly and it's like five minutes later has passed and you're still scrolling no yeah. i just watch an anime See? yes yes he, he <laughs> agrees so I, it, I watch anime. you could just be like all right well do. i don't really care what i watch i'm just gonna hit shuffle play and it will just pick something for you 72 uh what was that the 72 cute mammals on um, netflix it's that what? documentary it's small animals. small I think animals basically yes. the recommended for you is going to be your shuffle play but i would like to see netflix yeah. have a by mood and a moving art or moving pictures on netflix by mood. isn't that what a movie is yeah well yeah but <laughs> this is just well, we're gonna go to the theater, say. Just, just like that. <laughs> yeah, you, see, go away, you bother me. I tell you what, you mock, but they are making movie theater prices that cheap again because AMC announced that they're gonna be releasing movies at fifteen cents. Wow. I saw that. Whoa. Now here's the thing. That's an whoa, upcharge whoa, whoa. for Granite hey, Run though. Do I get corona with that? You do. An oh, extra, yeah, I love the 14 day. An extra helping because researchers have also said there is no way possible to watch a movie safely in these corona times 
you're in a small box with a bunch of people you have never met. Just like we are today. <laughs> yeah, but we French kissed before the podcast. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got video. It's fine. Oh, sh- don't. No. That's for the fans <laughs> only. Don't share that video. Only. <laughs> only fans. Only fans. Only fans. Sorry. But. Are we I'm the ex- birds? I'm interested. In this, <laughs> I announced my OnlyFans yesterday. Yes. Where <laughs> oh. so you just call uh, the birds in your backyard big, uh, thick boys? That's right. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> Some people would find that enter- entertaining. Another thing that people, people would pay to see that. That's the fucked up. <laughs> well, a thing that people won't find entertaining is this next story, which is GTA writer, producer, and DJ leaves Rockstar after nearly 20 years. This is the voice of Laszlo. The voice of Chatterbox, Laszlo Jones. Jones. His LinkedIn profile details the split, noting that he left the company in April 2020. So this is late news, not breaking news. But he is now working. Hmm? On LinkedIn? Yeah, on LinkedIn. That's where they find stories now. But he is... (laughs) He is now working. Who actually looks LinkedIn? That's LinkedIn. why we're only Where do you finding think out ha- now that he announced it in April. Where do you think? <laughs> the- <laughs> yeah. Well, but it's probably it's it's probably coming out now because of those that that wonderful acronym NDA. Uh, yeah, but yep. here's the thing: is that because that's he- ninety days. Not, yeah, not just we we first yeah, learned of a lot of games from sorry, LinkedIn or you know separate job listings in itself. So job listings, job reports, LinkedIn, who's there, who's not. That's a small little item, a small little puzzle piece that can leak out vital information like Bioshock Four, different stuff that they're doing yep. with you know Avengers and different stuff they're doing with other stuff in random uh, stages of development. So well, while it does seem ridiculous at first. He's now working on a number of different in-development shows for Disney and Netflix and consulting with, quote-unquote, a video game company. Jones has worked on Red Dead Redemption, Bully, and GTA. So we all know him as the host of Chatterbox, Laszlo. And it was Laszlo and who was in GTA 3? Laszlo and... Fernando. Fernando. Yeah. Fernando. <laughs> Fernando. I have the actual clip like of the GTA three chatterbox. I had to put it in there. I would whenever I got into a car in GTA three. It was always on Chatterbox. chatterbox. <laughs> I would always listen to Chatterbox, Laszlo. So for twenty years I would always look for a chatterbox. I'd look for Laszlo. And he transitioned well. He did with Vice City, Vice City and San Andreas. Oh yeah, he went along and, with it, man. And GTA four and five. Yeah. It's just now he's gonna be expanding out there. So writer, producer, working with Disney, working with Netflix. This is he was very creative just as that character and what he did in those games like Red Dead and Bully and GTA. Those were really great games. And he if he was a part of it, I can't wait to see what he's gonna be doing in the video game company that he won't mention. And Netflix and Disney. Those are two big platforms that he could really get another jump in his career. I'll wish him all the best. Absolutely. 
Well, I tell you one out with the old and in with the new ish. Uh, like this next story, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Not the recent game, but it is the Street Fighter esque fighting game that came out, which was well received by fans. I love that game. They have Real a fun. new reveal for a DLC I, fighter, and you see him on the page right here. I have every downloaded character so far except him. So I'm he had he is known as the so, master of martial arts, one Master Roshi of the House Kame. And he is the originator of the Kamehameha. You had uh, uh, Khalifa uh, from Dragon Ball Super, Goku, Ultra Instinct from Super as well, and now Master Roshi. The Turtle Hermit will be showing you a thing or two on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. So you're going to, I mean, you're going to get whooped. Your ass is going to get whooped by Master Roshi. So he's so badass. Especially when you look at like the movies, like with uh, the side movies, and how he was so jacked and badass. Well, that's his thing. Master Oshi was just a, a perv, but then you found out he's a perv that can kick ass. Oh yeah, he's he's super badass. Colin will probably say something about him. He's he he loves my, that's like his fake for character. I mean, Master Roshi, absolutely, because he was always hitting on Bulma, even though Vegeta could easily kill him. There's, as you can see, two more coming, but Master Roshi is coming in September, giggity, and we'll have to find out how he is going to play in that game. I do have Dragon Ball Fighter Z. I'm probably just going to wait for all the characters to come out, and then I'll just go back into it and just enjoy it and love it because that if was you try to, If you try fighter. to download all the characters, it's going to cost you about $80. I, I spent 60 bucks so far on all of them. PC Master Race, we'll see how that turns out. But oh, yeah, one true. thing that did turn out is this game, Marvel's Avengers. They had their beta, but data miners reveal tons of unannounced characters. Data miners have uncovered uh, the names of over 15 well-known characters from the Marvel Universe, all of which Crystal, a developer, Crystal, uh, Crystal Dynamics, could be planning to introduce as free post-launch DLC. Mm-hmm. So while these are never set in stone, and you know they could never see the light of day, the well-known characters include Ant-Man, the Wasp, Vision, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Falcon, Marvel, Mockingbird, Quake, Winter Storm, Scarlet Witch. Captain Marvel, Kate Bishop, She-Hulk, there you go, and War Machine. Others like Deathlock, Vindicator, Ultron, and Red Hulk are present in the data mine, but they're not listed as unlockable characters. That would lead me to believe meeting as, you know, they're all villains, so they're probably going to be involved in the release content as part of the story. You're going to be fighting Deathlock, Vindicator, Ultron, Red Hulk, which that would be great to have Red Hulk in a game fighting again, you know, fighting with Iron Man and, you know, Kate Bishop with Winter Soldier and, you know, Marvel, different characters that we haven't seen on screen, but we can easily make, you know, viable and alive in this game post launch because, like it or not, they're going to keep adding content. If it's going to keep being free, I mean, that's going to keep people coming back to the well. Uh, I'll wait until 
its release. That's all. I can Some people are underwhelmed by the beta. Yeah, they're underwhelmed by it, but that's fine. That's exactly why when we first announced this, I said this is the game you're going to want to watch and wait for the game of the year edition so you can get all the characters. But also me, I'm kind of scratching at that. Like, are oh, you got that Avengers yet? But he's asking the the Walmart. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> Another thing Check I'm asking to see for. If you have any what, the Avengers? I, I'm trying to get it for five dollars. No, okay. <laughs> so another thing I'm asking for is this next gen martial arts game, which brings Chinese mythology to life. And we'll see a trailer down below. But yes, it is involving the Monkey King. And uh, if you have wanted a Chinese mythology version of Dark Souls, well, you're going to be in luck. Black Myth Wukong, developed by Game Science, who describes it as an action-adventure RPG, which is said to be a single-player title based on Journey to the West classic Chinese novels published in the 16th century with roots in uh, Chinese folk religion and mythology. Uh, the game will focus on the Monkey King, Wukong, and his powers, which, I'm not going to lie, you can probably see up to about 72 of those. Yeah. Um, yep. But his yep. abilities range from being a golden cicada, which, if you skip forward to about two-minute mark, that's uh, four. Right there. There you go. Here you see the Golden Cicada. That's which That's one of his... This 13-minute gameplay trailer, uh, it gives you a look at how this is going to hook you in. And the graphics, you see... This is what I really like, is that the enemies are, are animals. And Monkey King Dark Souls, I'm down with that. That looks amazing. The graphics look really good. And it kind of gives me Ghost of uh, Tsushima kind of vibes because you have your different stance there. You have different abilities and, you know, stamina gauge and everything that you look for in this. But it looks fantastic. They also have uh, boss battles as well. Um, as you go through this trailer, you'll see different. Uh, yeah, skip up to a boss battle here. Oh, we're about to hit one right now. And he ends up getting that fire staff at the end of it, so you upgrade your weapons Spoiler from the bosses. <laughs> well, yeah, because you haven't seen it yet. Right. I'm just amazed at the that graphics really on this. Awesome. That looks like really dangerous. It He's does. in the woods with fire. Yeah, yeah I agree. Somebody Only call Smokey the Bear. He's never going to approve. He is an animal. Maybe Smokey the Bear would show up and fight. You know what? He's Smokey the Bear is all like in this. that world. Although, do bears like monkeys? I wouldn't think so. Monkeys probably steal their food sometimes and stuff. Especially the honey. Yeah. The bees start attacking the bear, and then the the monkeys will come in and steal it. They're two completely separate ecosystems, but I think it could happen. (laughs) They're all connected. Just let the polar ice caps melt a little bit. We'll see where the bears go. In your house. (laughs) Oh, no, we're going to be well underwater. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're going to be beachfront property. Like, poof. yeah. 
I'm going to be calling this the Atlantis. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be calling this the Atlantis Studio Underwater, where it's always better. Under the sea. I can't sing anymore. Copyright now. (laughs) But you can go through, click towards the end because you see a little bit more of his powers here. Because, like I said, it's a 13 minute trailer. Uh, Gigantic Wolf. I looked like a skunk at first. Interactive environments here, because you see the shingles flying off the roof. Obviously, they're only clay, so it's going to get Graphics damaged by the amazing. At least two ton wolf. Oh, yeah. The hair's on it. Yeah, hair looks really good. The hair is really hard to do. You remember watching Monsters Inc. and looking at Sully and being like, "Oh my god, look at all the hair amazing. they got on him." That oh, just makes really that look like a two D cartoon. <laughs> Oh, it's like pictures like fourth year. I think <laughs> you kind of can't compare right now. Well, it takes about four years to do that. It takes a while to make a game. And there, like you said, you get that fire staff and obviously a furry helmet along the way. But a lot of different powers. Skip to the very end. Um Right around too close, man. Yeah, no, right around there. You start to see his no. Go back. You start to see his uh, psychedelic trip here. He obviously ate way too many mushrooms or DMT, and now he's you know he's walking, he's walking, he's swinging on poppy fields. Yeah, and that's and, how uh, the Wicked Witch's monkey flying monkey started. But we're also getting a lot of really interesting looks at different enemy types, different kind of combat, different moves, different God, powers. Away, they always leave the best moments for the very end of it here, and you see a lot of potential big bad guys and a lot of different things that remind me a little bit of like God of War with the cinematics. Yep. And I gotta say, I think people are gonna be talking about this. That looks like Lou Boo right there. Elise says, "Get the scoop on Diablo 4. Yep, we will. For, I'll get it for next week. There you go. We, uh, your wife who commands it, so we will make it done. So I started playing it again because yep. I just want to get back into it. Amazing. And, How'd uh, you get Diablo Four? No, but. Oh, you went the three. Right, right. And um, I'm trapped. That was one game that me and Elise, I actually got her addicted to it for a while. So we were playing together. It was fun. Dude, I got into Diablo 3. I didn't play any of the other two. And it was downloaded on my computer through, you know, just buddy using it. And I I played it. I loved it. I grabbed it. Once it went free on Blizzard's thing, I re-downloaded it. And I just got sucked down that rabbit hole again. Yep. It's just one of those titles that... You can't help but love. It's good. A lot like this next game, a lot of people love it, so you're getting more of it. Ghost of Tsushima is getting new co-op mode. And the best part, it's free, bitches. I sense a play with your pajangers. This is actually a, uh, if you have the game, it's going to be free. And it's uh, a free add-on where you team up to fight demonic foes. So more ghosts are coming to Tsushima. That is the Projanger forecast for Tsushima, Japan. A lot of ghosts, demons, Mm. 
very probably red skies outside, very uncomfortable weather, probably really humid, you know, really hot. Uh, like it is here. Yes, yes, very much. But the title goes to Tsushima Legends with the uh, core concept having four players team up in a battle against supernatural enemies, which is pretty much wave combat. It's nothing new, but that's why they're giving it to you for free. I'll take free. As calmly as the wind blows through the quiet fields with the scene suddenly shifts with the archway transforming into what appears to be a demonic portal to a world filled with floating corpses, nightmarish landscapes, and menacing demonic figures sporting twisted samurai masks. Reminds me a lot of Ninja Gaiden and Anamushu Warlord. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Tenshu, Stealth yeah, Assassin. Yeah, yeah. And the game was very well reviewed. I would be very surprised if it didn't, you know, get a bunch of awards. Very fantastic and well reviewed. So it's that kind of game, which is that Souls like style that it's. You have to know when to attack, mm-hmm. when to roll back, when to block. Otherwise, you're going to have a very difficult time. John, and you have John, to be able you're going to gonna have a bad time. You're going to be able to realize the different patterns of each enemy to be yeah. able to get you through to the next part. So, so you what do you have, have to, to know? You have to be aware. But what do you... What, you got to be woke, son. What, what are the steps? Step forward, yeah. roll back. And be woke. And be woke. Yeah. <laughs> chop, chop, real smooth, y'all. <laughs> One hop this time. Just turn it out. <laughs> Take it back. Now. Everybody clap your hands. Can't do that because of copyrights. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you just remix it into Let Me Clear My Throat and you just go with that too. That's very true. Everybody but clap your elbows. I'll tell you, people who are not. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I tell you what, that was. We'll cold. edit that part. <laughs> yes. No, that was cold. A lot like this next story because Call of Duty is getting cold. Black Ops Cold War was officially announced so with that trailer. Good. Go ahead and hit that uh, beautiful bean footage because it's not actually anything important at all. It's just a teaser trailer. Yeah, but. Yeah. Um, it's releasing for PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. Activision and Treyarch confirmed that this is going to be a reboot for the Black Ops brand, similar to what they did with the Modern Warfare. It's about time. We shall see. No release date as uh, as of yet, but the worldwide reveal is happening August 26th. So I strongly suggest watching this. Not on like this part, not on our podcast because the the sound and that makes this. Uh, yes. Different. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially because they're the whole narrative they have going through with yeah. that. It's a great teaser trailer, and I really appreciate where they're going with this, especially with a, a reboot of it. It could be good, man. Oh yeah, I it really wait. could. I I think that if you not just, a- <laughs> you have the right hands on it. Now that they're finally getting good at Warzone, they're going to come out with a new one. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's the machine that's that is called October. This isn't a Bethesda game. This is like you know, that you're not building a house. You're you're building a, a popsicle house, a popsicle stick house. 
We you put know? some polish on this other game and made you restart again. They took a popsicle stick house that wasn't painted, and they put some paint on it, and they're like, look how nice this is now. Well, the Big Bad Wolf just blows your house down. They put extra glue. (laughs) Extra glue, some glitter, maybe some sparkles. Maybe some candy. A couple LEDs. Why'd you just get louder? I don't know. It's been doing that. It has been. It's a work in progress. We'll get better. Like a fine one. Like this next story. Well, that's actually not a good segue because we have no release date on Cold War. A lot like this next story still. PlayStation 5 is still launching this year, although nobody knows exactly when. Um, This news comes from an interview about marketing the PlayStation 5 in conjunction with the release of the first live-action commercial for the upcoming console. If you're looking for advice about marketing the PlayStation 5, I got to tell you, announce when you're releasing it! That's how you get people to buy! You can buy it in November on the 29th! Buy it, fuckface! Now! That's how you do it! Marketing is not hard. <laughs> you, can't, you can't talk loud. It scares Kelly. It scares Kelly. It scares Kelly. It scares Kelly. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but that's what it is, man. It's just... It's, <laughs> it's, they, they came out with an article saying, hey, we're still releasing that, by the way. You gonna tell us when? Nope. Not at all. But it's set for holidays uh, 2020. And uh, still, <laughs> no, <laughs> still no release date. Even though Xbox has confirmed November as a release window. So that's where N- Nintendo, or Nintendo, Microsoft, <laughs> that's where Microsoft. All the fuckery has gotten to my head. It's no fuckery. Head. You're the one of fuckery that time. That was you. It was you. It was me. I am all the fuckery. You don't hold back. Tell us how you truly feel. But save it for your fans only. Microsoft. <laughs> that might be the title for the podcast. You, right? you want to know something aggressive? This fans only. Our so I, I just see Microsoft taking this smarter. You don't want to release the exact date because maybe you're not sure when you're going to have all your consoles lined up for the big push. Maybe you're not sure about other little idiosyncrasies, but they're saying November. You can PlayStation say, is just saying it's coming. So <laughs> yeah, we'll work on it. It will get here when it gets here. You can at least say, "Hey, we'll that's an Q1. unacceptable answer." Q one is like October, November, December. If you say we're going to release in Q one. Those are the three months in Q1. It's, that's, it's unacceptable, I agree. But because, like, for example, when, when our power Q1. went out, like that big storm that happened, I don't know if you lost I lost it for a oh. day and a half. And it, and no, it, we didn't lose and, power. But and Pico I, was like, we I are still assessing too. the damage. And I'm it's like, like, it's been fucking 24 hours. And you're stable <laughs> company. There's a switch to flip it somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and then it was like, it was going to take five days. And then it was going to be five days, and then it was like two hours later. Yeah. It's just one of those things, man, that they're, the fiscal year isn't definitive enough when well, you're looking at Microsoft. Microsoft said just... this month. They're just saying holidays. Holiday is November, December, 
May, you know, May, January, May, February, February, February is in between March, there. You know, and, there's a lot of holidays. Say, holiday 2020. Are we counting Arbor Day? We are Monday. Yeah. Tuesday. Are we That's counting? Thursday, are we counting Saturday. Labor Day? Two points for whoever. The holiday is. season starts early. Halloween's in there. When are we planning this, bud? There's a lot of holidays at the end of the year. Are we going December? Are you waiting? Are you literally like the kid who's doing his homework in class while the teacher's asking for it? I've done virtual now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. But that's my point. I just kids will never know what it, ha- what it is to have back problems from carrying 900-pound books. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it won't because now they just have a little thing like this. Someone's salty. Extremely. I'm old. Like salt and vinegar salty. Sea salt salty. Yeah. Yeah, sea salt. I'm going to sprinkle it right on myself. We're the salty Wait, brothers. I'm above you guys. I should salt bait on you. There you go. Katarina <laughs> lays down the salt. <laughs> One over my shoulders. Ah! <laughs> so, give yourself good luck over the shoulder. Which brings me to our end segment this week, which is versus. We haven't done one of these in a while, but I thought ultimate female zombie apocalypse character and this article has the perfect two in mind which is the last of us is ellie versus telltales the walking dead clementine so two different versions of surviving in the apocalypse i went through the first two games of the walking dead and obviously i saw a bunch of the last of us with you but the part one was mainly the male protagonist. Part two is more Ellie. You have a lot more experience talking on the Ellie side of this. Did you get a lot of, uh, old man, did you get a lot of, uh, is she a did man? you play a lot of the, tel- the Telltale uh, as I well? I played the, the first season of the Telltale. So. Well, the second season, is it's a lot like they're very similar because the second season of or game of the Telltale Walking Dead series, you went from being the main protagonist, the guy who picks up Clementine, trying to take care of her, to mm-hmm. Clementine coming into her own. And then in the third game, it's Clementine taking care of somebody else and getting them prepared for this zombie apocalypse. So there's that coming of age there. So I kind of see that as kind of where that story goes in part two. From Similar a, to from an experience standpoint, so, I would say Ellie only because she already had that experience because she got infected and that was the whole baseline of her of her story was that she was infected but immune mm, and then going through. That's the main difference because Clementine is not infected correct. because they're two different versions of zombies. So we'll have to take this with so, a grain of salt. So not only not only did oh, Ellie, they're not real. No. <laughs> No, oh, I'm sorry. Man. I'm sorry to break that. Damn thing. it! Thought they were real. Okay. <laughs> All right. Back to where we got. He was out. He was upstairs already <laughs> packing his bags, like getting shit ready. Um, That's it. We're done. We gotta, go. <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go to the shelter. <laughs> no, we gotta go to the bug out shelter. But that's the thing, so man. Is that it's. I I see similarities and I also see differences. Clementine was. Not as boss a bitch as Ellie. And the reason for that is, is because Ellie had to hide the fact that she was infected and immune because she didn't know 
how she would be used or what pawn, like like what what chip or what chess piece that she would. Be I would used not as. have been as elegant with that because I would have been just like, "What? I'm not affected, bitches. I'll just walk right through there, butt naked. Doesn't matter." Who's <laughs> that they guy just give. walking with zombies biting on him? That is not, not the accessibility them. options. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I would be a lot more reckless with that. But between the two. The zombies in Last of Us seem a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more difficult than the zombies in The, the Walking Dead's Well, so it's, the, the way they were infected, that virus actually exists out in the world today. It's the cordyceps virus that exists in ants, and it actually works the way it's designed in the game. Just uh, it, it infects the host, makes takes control of their nervous system, and puts mm-hmm. them uh, into an area where they calcify and then release the spores and then then it's like yeah as opposed to the walking dead the walking dead is once you die you're a zombie okay that's simple just shoot him in the head you're done okay uh i i still have to do my second playthrough of the last of us on the grounded difficulty because they just released that so that is where they resource starve you and um, make everything like super hard okay so that's the hardcore mode yeah the plus mode okay yes, mode. yeah yeah irish masochist right here Makes sense. for all you masochists out there you may like that just like you may like uh, this podcast which we're going to ask you to click that like button below and comment let us know who you think like the ultimate female <laughs> zombie <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate female zombie apocalypse character is between Ellie and Clementine. Let us know what you think of other podcasts uh, and segments as well. And uh, we end off this podcast the same way with the thank yous. Obviously, I, I thank <laughs> these two nutty assholes for coming in here every, every week they can, making this podcast great. Um, otherwise, it would just be me talking to a camera. Yes. So, uh, obviously, those are the two big thank yous. And then the gi- most gigantic thank you, which is the person right behind us, which is Katarina Thermoscara. She is the light of our podcast. She keeps us boys in line. And uh, we also want to thank Anne, uh, Marie Ann McKay Moyer for liking uh, Let's Play With Your Parkside Natives. Part three, destroy all humans, as well as Kendall Kennedy, Matt Kennedy, and Sakum Darkor uh, for liking Lug Nuts, number 148, Gringo Black, Batman, Backend. And uh, I was your your name. Sorry, I can't pronounce them. Kelly knows very well I can't pronounce names. (laughs) He finds it hilarious. Yes. But. I mean, I'd this love is... to see you pronounce the names and goes to Tashimura. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna have like one day like a That's segment. It's just gonna be Asian be. names. <laughs> yeah. Matt Man pronounces Asian names. Yeah. That's just gonna New be podcast. a whole podcast. Yeah. Where they're, just gonna, <laughs> they're just gonna torture me with eight, pronouncing Asian names. Like, all right, if it, we're gonna set up like like, a, like the national spelling solo day. camera. <laughs> Can you set the sentence? The <laughs> it's gonna be them in a plexiglass box. Pronouncing names and they have the pronunciation. You're gonna sit in the plexiglass box. Will be air conditioned and they'll be like 
you want the air conditioning, you gotta answer the questions. <laughs> Say the names correctly. Big spotlight on sweating buckets of sweat. Big red spotlight on pronounce it and then let's see which of us can keep a straight face the longest that's impossible that, <laughs> no, yeah no but that is a lot of good prospects for future podcasts and you uh, think link right well he already knows it i love him thanks but but it like took him off podcast. <laughs> I end off this podcast every same way with a long drawn out goodbye, and this has been it. I am Matthew Bugrell, the Madman. To my left, sir, one Iron Hour Kelly, Kelly Collins, Christopher Bristow, the old man in the projanger boxes, one Katarina Thermoscara, Catco Google, and in the producer, the all ominous voice you've been hearing this whole time. Well, that's not only, but Stephen Bucarell. Big brother. And we love you. We miss you. Wait, we want to see you this time next week. The same Matt time, the same Perjanger channel. And as always, game on, Wojangers. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Oh, no. We're going to end it. Shutting it off. Oh, oh God. Stay tuned for the bloopers. Yeah. Now on the YouTube. Bye. Bye. Unlike the picture you did, Andrew Garfield at least has an eye right there. <laughs> Netflix is testing a shuffle button if you're tired of picking what you want to watch. Isn't that like TV with more steps? That looks really dangerous. It He's does. in the woods with fire. Yeah, yeah I agree. Only Somebody call Smokey the Bear. He is never going to He is an absolute <laughs> Just a backpedal, just real quick. You know the um, translucent explosion? Yeah, the grenade up the bumhole. Where what is that hell? sound coming from? Yes. I, um, I don't, I just don't pause. know. What? Why. Damn it! Let, I almost had it, you... <laughs> oh, so you refresh so it plays again. So That's plays a great again. idea. We want to stop it. That's a great idea. Almost like he almost did that before you move the mouse away from him. That's USAA crazy. just got a free. You uh, can edit this free, out. How yeah. about you start we can. this story from the top? Where you want to end it? Yes. Okay. Are y'all okay? <laughs> Do we really? Are we okay? We've never been okay. okay. I've been okay for years. But Do that again. Do that goal. face again. I don't know what I did. Do it again. I don't know what I did. What did I do? <laughs> it was like a, she doesn't have a mirror. Yeah, that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, I scrunched my nose a lot, I guess. That was a bang up podcast. That yeah, it was. was. That was really great. That was that an really amazing great. photo that you sent me. <laughs> I had to go full screen for that one. I'll now, see it in now, editing. Now, now, Katarina, do I redo that picture and put that face on there? <laughs> Sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, she didn't say it's, no. It's already it's already squared <laughs> no, off. But you have, have so to do, do that. your face in the top one. Marshall, <laughs> the Triforce. You're the Triforce. You're part of the Triforce. Who's the no, I meant I meant on the pic the yeah. the spider picture. Yeah. You gotta put your face in there, not ah. Mark's. You gotta put your fucking face. Well, only in reason there. I didn't put I put his because he was like, oh, you guys should do Photoshop. No, no, we Matt, Matt yeah, and I were talking about. It. We were 
you should have put his ass silhouette from that part one podcast yes. where he stalled out. You should have just that snipped that and picture then, of Mark's uh, ass. Uh, snip, snip yeah. it and then flip snip Mark's ass. So it's flip it that way. Yeah, and put it right there. So then it's Mark's ass, Chris, and me. Um, I would be below Mark's ass in that picture for if you can make that. I can do that. We just then, need a picture of Matt going. You like just this. get the little for the sm- profile picture. You just have a small Stay image tuned. of Mark's ass, Chris, and me go. as the Perjangers logo. We'll have that as a temporary lo- uh, profile picture of just Chris, Mark's ass, and my, my face. We'll, and we'll, we'll see make, how long it takes. That, him to and find then we'll out. get a cardboard cut out of that, and then we'll take it to the DVD and gaming. Oh God! Yes, <laughs> we have our next one. <laughs> God, I'm so glad we're recording. I'm messaging him right now saying, big things coming it, your way, buddy. <laughs> Look, man, karma comes both ways. Is it? Because you can go back. And if you ever make a cardboard started. cut out of me, it better have a fucking fedora. You welcome to the end segment. Welcome to the new studio. But one thing you we want you to do is we want you to mash right here. That's going to be the subscription button right above my head. Well, that's going to be the very best Purge Hangers and Wall Hangers podcast for you. And over the old man's head is going to be all of the Triforce podcasting. It's actually well over a year of podcasts right now that you can look up for the Triforce podcast. We want you to comment below, mash that like button, and as as our main man Connor says, one pun! <laughs>